Croissant and welcome to another episode of Tales for Wales, the pod that never fails to plunder the depths of Welsh history and serve it up like a little Weatherspoons mix grill for you all. <laughs> <laughs> Not the highest quality content, but by God it fills you up, doesn't it? Oh, so. that is outstanding. That's not bad. A couple that, that is, together so that quick, is wasn't so it? so good. That Mate, was, I, I think Carlin's like, the, uh, <laughs> Carlin's like the brain juice for me. Oh, good God. It, baby boy, it is the brain juice. I've been a bit low, just tired. I'm a bit like, I just can't be asked today. Like, work's been long. Um, I just feel a bit, oh, a bit tired. I don't know. I'm, I'm, my partner's been poorly. I, once again, have been a bit poorly. And, uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not. In, I, just, I am in the mood because I always do love doing this pod. But I was like, oh, I'm knackered. That has given me some absolute perk. Absolute beans, a couple of beans in there. Yeah, that you might well, find I'm glad, on, a, mate. on a spoon's meal. Um, oh, a couple, yeah. Um, how are you then? I'm good, mate. I'm not too bad at all. Um, I have just finished watching with the the, the misses, the old ball and chain. Oh, yeah. uh, the end of season two of um, Temptation Island. I don't know if you've seen that before. <laughs> Is it Australian? No, this one's Australian. Uh, Australian. <laughs> no, it's Australian. <laughs> no, this one is uh, American. Um, and it's, uh, I have to say, uh, I'd like to sit here and be like, oh, bloody, oh, the missus putting on trash telly, me having to bloody put out with it. But I actually was pretty invested in it, actually. My girl, it- Ashley... She discovered that she was a strong, capable woman. She didn't need Casey anymore. I'm all for it, man. I'm Ashley and it. Casey, two of the worst names I've ever heard. He um, was the most, um, like, quite obviously emotionally manipulative guy <laughs> in the world. He did so much of, like, crying, but no cry, no tears. Just scrunching his face up a little bit, and it became hilarious by the end of it. I just can't oh, laugh uh, every time. He, and he go, please be my baby baby again. My oh. baby, baby. It's <laughs> like, oh, you're, you're pathetic, mate. It's I asked if it was uh, Australian because there's an Australian one at the moment called uh, Fuckboy Island. And um, it, it's a. Uh, you know how, like, how crude the, Aust- yeah, the Australians are so much cruder. So I mm. thought maybe it was an American sanitized version <laughs> of the name. It's fucking Fuckboy Island, mate. Oh, I fucking love what, that. What? What is next? You tuning into Cunt Island on the, <laughs> yeah. on the weekend? Well, or what? I'm Jimmy the Cunt. I'm- Good night, Mark. Yeah. Who's the biggest cunt in the room? <laughs> I went to Cockney then, but yeah. Yeah, I know. It's hard not to, isn't it? I guess it's what it is. I'm an orbital cunt. <laughs> um, yeah, but Fuck My Island is uh, 
there's like nerds and then fuckboys and you have to, I think the woman has to decide who's who. <laughs> <laughs> who's better at fucking? The nerds yeah. or the fuckboys? But, um, I, I like to, to think that all the fuckboys are like built like brick shit houses, massive <laughs> yeah. cocks you can see through their shorts. And then all the nerds are like, you know, yeah. typical Dweeblings. 90s nerds from like uh, <laughs> from high school Pie. film movies yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I, I I listened to a podcast where they had one of the producers on there, and um, I don't know what the whole premise is, but she was saying the fuckboys are just so much more charming and nicer to be around than the nice guys, because the nice guys are all oh. like, oh, woe is me, no one's going to want to kiss me. You know, that whole like manipulative... like oh, um, Is it what the they... nice guy TM yeah, sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, that you know, kind like of vibe. In inverted yeah, commas, yeah. yeah. M'lady. <laughs> yeah. Tip of the fedora to you, m'lady. Yeah, all them. So you're on your first, you're on your Carlin tonight. You're not normally a Carlin lad. Car- no, mate. I went to um, B and M Bargains earlier, yeah. <laughs> and uh, good only start. the best. Only the best for me. <laughs> I bought myself um, a fancy one fancy beer. You know, like you get three for a price usually. Yeah, Carlin. You just said. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's my, no, no, that's my that's let me, my let me, Yeah, you just don't try and trick me into saying I love Carlin. Um, I do actually, though. It is quite nice when it's I've, cold. I've warmed so many people around it. If you have it ice cold, it's such an easy drink to drink. Like it's so, and it I'm doesn't get you smashed. Now, the cost of living crisis. Oh, it yeah, is you all cheap come down to my as well. Level. Nice yeah. and cheap. Yeah. yeah, you all laughed at me years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and now the, now the fucking inflation's rising and rising. Everyone's yeah. a Carlin boy. <laughs> so, what was your nice beer? Oh, I had a Kingfisher. Mm, yeah. Yeah, quite fun. Not, I not, just, not just nice, but niche yeah. as well. I never have one of them. I I tend to only see them at Indian restaurants. Yeah, yeah, that and the the old tiger beer. Yeah, yeah, which are too bangy. But also on the weekend, we were we were on the Asahi's, weren't we? Big fan of the Asahi. Oh, yeah, except there was one of the best better beers, I reckon. Oh yeah, the um, I I love all sorts of Japanese lagers. Me, they're oh, great. Yeah. Asahi, yep. Kiriichiban, S- <laughs> Sapporo, they're all fucking lovely. Yeah, that's because you're one of those neck beard. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> Senpai, yeah, I stand, I stand the fucking Jap beers, mate. Oh, let me say that again because that needs to be cut. I won't say Jap. No, we're having okay. Jap beers now. No. Um, <laughs> have you got any tales for us for this week? Because I'm going to say this week's episode is a bit of a longy. The only one I was going to say was uh, just on the weekend because we went on the t- uh, sesh together. Didn't we? The Mega boys. sesh as well. And, it was um, a proper, proper old school all day. Yeah. I was in the pub by um, 11 on my own waiting oof. for it. <laughs> but yeah. I still got there and I had a beer and I thought, this is living. This is what it's all yeah. about. Be- waiting for all, all the boys to turn up. So, so good. But uh, I was only going to mention that um, uh, our mate Andy... He, we were in the what used to be the Machin D, what's it called that? Brachtia, Hegen, or whatever. Now. What's it called? Oh, yeah. F- yeah. Furnacing Kitchen. Uh, or something like that. that. Or I think it's like um, Grill and Oven or something shit. I don't know. Grill and Oven. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a double, a double yeah. whammy. It's something in the kitchen. And uh, yeah, Andy was sitting uh, opposite me at one point and then just sort of fell asleep and oh, t- he fell back and then took the. Do you remember taking the entire bench? I forgot that, yeah. And he was just yeah, he was paled on the floor, on the floor we like bu- a little sow. We were too busy pissing ourselves to help yeah. him. And it was only our mate Fletcher who like, did get up and try oh, and scramble yeah. him back to his feet. Everyone in oh, the, uh, the beer garden was looking. <laughs> there was, that was so. Because like, 
Oh, um, I completely forgot that because he, he, he was like he'd fallen on a horse because he was on a mink. What's that in English? He was on a bench and he fell and half yeah. the, he was straddling the bench. So like he was, he was to saddling work. it, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. And a leg and each side. Like, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that it fell and it pinned him down. He was, <laughs> yeah. he was like in Lord of the Rings when Gimli's caught into that walk. And he's, just, yeah. uh, <laughs> he's trying to push it off. Oh, yeah. Another one comes over. But um, <laughs> Yeah, that happened, and then later when we went to Spoons, and that was like real at the end of the night, and we'd all be on Skittle Ooh. bombs and stuff like yeah. that. And uh, it was a bit foggy in my memory, but I do remember Andy was just sat next to me, but he was dead to the world, like head down, completely asleep. And um, it was me, Andy, and then Craig, and a guy kept coming up, like constantly going, like, if he doesn't wake up, he needs to leave. And Craig, absolute hero, because <laughs> he became quite aggy with him, going like, he's not hurting anyone. Just because he's having a sleep, he's not hurting anyone. And was like putting up a really robust argument to being like, surely it's better he's asleep than like spewing or something, so maybe you should leave him alone. And I was like, God, Craig. Champion of the people. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say, should we read out uh, our... Um, sorry, I'm hurrying this along only because uh, I, I'm doing the notes this week and they're, they're long. Um, yeah, no worries. So, uh, you know, we're doing our reviews and stuff like that. Um mm. Uh, I just want to read out a review uh, and do a little plug for someone. So this is from someone on Twitter called Chris IT, um, who does their own um, screen printed clothing where it's all Welsh themed stuff. So it's at Chris IT, at C-R-Y-S-A-U-T-I. Um, he said, five podcasts in and just want to say thanks for a fucking great listen. Just have had a great laugh and some really funny local references. Mainly listen what's I'm printed in my garage. Um, and then he said, uh, on your bad TV one, uh, I have to share a memory of what my nan used to feed us after school at her house after hearing about your Christmas trifle. And he said he used oh, yeah. to have prawns on skips. One small cooked prawn per skip on a plate. Probably six or seven per plate. <laughs> then grapes on quavers. Half a green grape on top of a quaver on top of a plate. On a plate. Again, seven per plate. <laughs> and he said he it's likes to describe same. it as council house mise en bouche. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's mad that like all right, I, I can get prawn on um Yeah, Quaver, that's because yeah. prawn qua- yeah. cocktail for You're double prawn. Grape in there. on a quaver. <laughs> but grape on a quaver. Yeah, that's that is wild. Mad. Although cheese and grapes are a thing, I think. Oh shit, and, and, yeah. And that a quaver shows, is essentially shows my uh, <laughs> yeah, culinary my, my downtrodden <laughs> upbringing, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this is a dude who's got a a screen printing clothing company. Check him out on Twitter. Um, yeah, and give us a message, anybody else, if you fancy a little plug, because we've got a, a very uh, strong Welsh audience. Uh, and if you don't like the t-shirts, at least tune into him, just because he's got a great sense in podcasts, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. give him a message, tell him he's a lad. Yeah. Um, right, should I start with this week's episode? Go for it, mate. So this week we're going to be covering um, Peredid, who is uh, a part of King Arthur's uh, Knights, and he comes from the stories of the Mabinogion. Um, which are like very old Welsh folklore and folk tales. We've covered them a lot in our history of the pod. We did them in Welsh mythology and things like that. Like they they were written down like the tenth and eleventh and twelfth century, but they've been alive in Welsh history for a long old time. It's a, it's the tradition in Welsh of being very oral with our history. <laughs> yeah, we used to just um yeah to talk these uh, stories down or sing them and all that sort of stuff. That's why we get yeah um sort of uh, equated. I'm not equated, but um. The word sort of connected to singing a lot and stuff like that, or a sing-songy yeah. kind of country. Yeah, um, and and um, I 
still struggle to 100% understand the map in Orgeum stuff. It's like there's branches to it. There's like a, it's a, it's a whole uh, collection of stories that intertwine and sometimes overlap and you'll have the same characters appear and reappear. Um, and King Arthur focused quite heavily within the map in Orgeon. Um And that's true, isn't it, Jack? Yeah, he's not like, um, I don't think he's a focus of many a tale, is he? But he's always, he's like on the periphery a lot. In yeah, that you, you focus on some of his knights, or like like in Kaluch and Alwen, you know, it's like oh, uh, you know, Arthur jumps in into the adventure yeah. at some point because he was a you know a Britonic hero. Yeah, and uh, also he, he just features a lot. This year, there's two Arthurs. There's a real Arthur who we will cover in another episode, uh, who was like you said a Britonic king in real life who fought against the Romans, and then there was or maybe the Saxons actually. Uh, yeah, he fought against the Saxons, but then there's also That's, this yeah, Arthurian legend. Yeah. You have the Saxon Slayer, and then you have this uh, Arthurian legend who um, is, isn't is real and is used a lot in folklore. And the Mabinogion lots of the time focus on his troops. Yeah, so there's a lot of like the, the legend side is you can imagine a lot of just massive deeds are attributed, attributed to Arthur. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, I would be surprised if a lot of the um, tall tales are. Um, were, were some were real, some were exaggerated, whatever. They all get attributed to the the legend of Arthur, kind of thing. Uh, and his round knights are famous and stuff like that's that. It, so. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, his round knights, not knights of the round table. Oh no, <laughs> yeah, knights, big Wait. fat boys. <laughs> so I'm going to start with I'm going to tell you a tale of Peredid, who I think is called Percival or something like that in English, but I haven't bothered to check the English name. Um, no, yeah, and I think I think yeah, it's it's one of those things with like the the, the English versions. They often don't match up with what the Welsh versions say, anyway. So, no. it's, yeah, it's. I think he is the equivalent as per, uh, Sir Percival, but Pereder is is the Welsh OG. I've just dethrobed because I was getting a bit hot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've taken my t-shirt off, but it's fun to say dethrobed. Uh, Talk of uh, fucking uh, Pereder and his knights, and sorry, Arthur <laughs> and his knights. Yeah, hot under the collar. Um, also, I think you've covered parts of his story in the mythology, mythology episode um, before, but uh, I'm doing this in more of a chweddle, or a tale, if you will, for Wales, if you will, again, a tales for Wales. <laughs> um, so, Peredid, you mentioned him, I think, in some of the stories, which I'm also covering today, but I'm going to cover them in a slightly different way. This is going to be a bit more of a... Yeah, t- yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna, it's, it's piecing together a few of his stories into one, um, and I got this from this amazing book that I'm reading, uh, and it's brilliantly illustrated. It's a really, really uh, beautifully drawn book called The Mab, and it's short for the Mabinogion. And it's a modern, well, it's not a modern, it's a retelling um, of stories from the Mabinogion. And it's got a foreword by Michael Sheen, um, which is always a, a standard of good quality. And oh, it's, yeah, it's, a, uh, it's 11 epic stories from the Mabinogion. Um, and I've changed how what I've taken from it. I've just it's just I think we mentioned before when you like Google the Mabinogion stories in their basic level they're really confusing and they don't mean mm. much. But this here is like adds color and flair to them, um, and it inspired me to do one for Peredid. So I've listened. Well, I think I've that's read what that I book. love um, sort of most about um, mythology is that you can't really get it wrong because these yeah. oral traditions before they would have been passed down almost like uh, like Chinese whispers if you like from like generation to generation well that's and a nice like, image and, you know, this... that's what we're doing <laughs> yeah. now we're, we're going to be exactly, adding to that yeah. tradition of adding our own tales yeah. so I've added that's it I've, I've done a 21st retelling it's a bit sweary it's a bit of a laugh oh you haven't <laughs> you haven't gone well, blue 
I haven't gone blue, no, but he, he drinks a lot of Carlin in my version. Um, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, so, anyway, I'll start with this. We'll start with Peredin. So, he came to uh, King Arthur as a bit of a cardotin, which is like a scruff bag, um, a, mm. a, um, a rotten egg. The first time he rocked up to King Arthur's court, he was wearing bits of his old dad's armour, which didn't fit properly. So, like, picture a teenager awkwardly dressed in his dad's suit when he goes to his first dance, and, like, his helmet <laughs> slips over his eyes and his sword's too big. And um, a few of the knights didn't think he belonged, and they judged him as unworthy to be a knight of uh, Arthur's round table. But Arthur saw the potential. Good old Arthur. Oh, yeah. And He's oh, a, to, to, to reference a previous episode of ours, was he a piece of coal that could be a diamond under pressure? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, I reckon so. And over these years... Um, Peredid worked hard and he impressed the others with great acts of heroism. So there's another story where he saves Princess Guinevere, who's Arthur's bit of the side, lovely little salt, um, <laughs> I think is love. Um, and he recently yeah. won the respect of nine witches of Kaid Soyu. Uh, and in doing so, they shared with him the secret of their fighting prowesses. So these nine witches oh. are distilled upon him, uh, their, all of their combined fighting knowledge. You don't um, often associate witches with being good fighters, do you? But, uh, I mean, this is the Mabinogion, I guess. This is, yeah, yeah, welcome to the it. Mabinogion, baby. Welcome to the Mab, is down. baby. <laughs> yeah. Up is down, right is wrong, witches are strong <laughs> as fuck. Um, <laughs> so now, Peredid was well established as a knight of the King's Round Table. Uh, I think he's got the round table in this. I just, I just assume King Arthur's always got a round table. I mean, table. that's yeah. Let's just assume. Yeah, it. he's got nice. They all used to hang yeah. out around. I'm that, sure most yeah, tables not? would be round anyway, so it's fine. We can get away with that. Uh, also, we just mm. discussed witches, so I mean, if you get yeah, if you get hung up on the side, those yeah, the table, then you got fucking bigger problems. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'll but, be the next week's work in one. Now reviewing it one star. <laughs> oh, not all the tables back then were round. Actually, <laughs> it's very. Hard to produce a round table back then. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Peredid was known for being a bit of a dit. He was a, a sufferer of ADHD, like everyone else these are these days. Am I right? Oh, <laughs> right. right. I, I, good. So I mean, you know, I, I've I've had ADHD since before it was cool. Um, like, do you remember in in school, I wasn't allowed in exams with other people because I was too much of a distraction, like to myself. Yeah. And so I had to do like a, a one on a one on one adjudicator in a room with me on my own whilst everyone else had their exams in a separate room because I couldn't be trusted to just keep quiet. Um, and Judicate <laughs> said to me, is this open book? I went, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was of course it was. But he didn't. He asked me if it was a question. He was like, oh, is this an open book exam? I was like, yes, yes it is. <laughs> like, I got a little book yeah. out from my... Uh... What What are you being paid for, man? <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you he don't was, know what you're adjudicating. He was so fucking old. He looked like he was about to die on the, <laughs> the on my round table. Um, oh, was that um, was that Archleague? Yeah, no, it wasn't. We used, used to, have to a, call him. Yeah, yeah, we used to have a adjudicator who looked like the Archbishop. We used to call the Archleague. We used to pull his our eyes sockets down and I push our nose up so we look like a <laughs> baggy eyes and a little so pig harsh. nose. It was pretty harsh, wasn't it? Uh, we used oh, to look behind we never his back. Like, no, right, <laughs> yeah, we were cowards like behind his cowards, back. Cowards, yeah. Um, so. Also. Uh, I do find that so, like, I I had ADHD. Well, I still have it, but it's, it's just I, we all have a, a form of you know uh, neurodiverse zephyrinus ourselves. But I do mm. find anyone who talks about it online acts like they've been fucking, they've just been diagnosed with AIDS. It's like it's so intense. Yeah. I, I have loads of my TikTok algorithm just like um. It'll do what it's like living with ADHD, and it'll have like six different people speaking in your head at once, saying "do do 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 do." Oh, I'm going to the shops. I'm going to buy. It's like it's not that. 
That's the sort of yeah. complete, that's like schizophrenia it's, if you're hearing other people's voices in your head. Yeah, some, I've seen some clips where they, they act as if like they've had like a severe brain trauma, you know, like it's like <laughs> yeah. if someone's like a hammer to their head or something. And it's like, the it's like, you know, I know people who have ADHD. My brother has it, you have it, you know, yeah. like, I think a couple of in our friends group have it. Yeah. And it's like, they're not like fucking floundering about going I can't fucking process a sentence Scream. you know and I hate all okay. the comments all the comments like oh god I didn't realise I was just uh, like, people say like oh that's just like me I had no idea anyone else did that like, no you don't you're just lying there's going to be a study done in like 10 years I generally yeah. think like TikTok education is going to like yeah. cause like a brain rot to some people well, and I like mean, people I'm just won't understand there. what's going on I know you're, you're uh, fucking you're <laughs> supping up the TikTok I, I, I fucking love TikTok <laughs> when me and yeah. I, sometimes I was like what do you want to do it's like if I'm honest I just want to have half hour so just stare at my phone and scroll that's insane but, fucking, but also yeah. you are old enough to watch it and like yeah. you've made your mind up on certain subjects and you're not yeah. going to be like tempted or like convinced that because someone on TikTok I've seen something on TikTok it's like do you ever wonder by why the fucking sky is blue and it's like they say some fucking something that's completely out of there not, is this not true. cool guy there's this and uh, you can imagine people going like hey that must be true because I saw on fucking TikTok there's this guy called like Aslan who's like this like Middle Eastern dude I think lives in Australia he'll go I'm sorry my friend that's wrong and he'll interrupt every like so he'll play their video first then he go that's not quite true my friend and he just tells them why it's wrong it's brilliant uh, anyway work yeah, back to this. So, sorry, uh, yeah, sorry to distract. So, Pereded, <laughs> yeah, ironically, <laughs> we just got distracted there. <laughs> but Pereded was a bit of a ditz, a bit of an ADHD himself. And uh, one day, King Arthur had seen this majestic stag and he was really keen to hunt it down. So, he asked Pereded, the only person to join him, he said, Oh, Pereded, mate, this is a chance for me to bond. Let's go do this. Um, Let's go shoot this stag, which is a bit harsh. Yeah, um, kill a bee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll make us closer. Oh, that what a beautiful noise. Uh, anyway, so oh. off they trot in search of this fine stag. Uh, and as they ride, King Arthur spots it in the distance. And he says, to, oh, so I'm going to say, should I say this now? I've clearly got to do with this. This is an episode where it's not history, is it? This is like, this. you can't really class this history because it's a... Um, oh, it's, it's not real. Well, but it's, it's a, it, you know, it's a it's a part of our culture. That this is what people used to write down. Yeah, and, and, and they never believe this other. is true. They're often just tales. Like we watch movies, it's the equivalent of watching a fun movie. Oh yeah, no, no one was listening to these stories, going like, "What was yeah. it like, man, being there in front of <laughs> yeah. you know, in, yeah. in, in King Arthur and Perez?" And maybe some and people did like, believe you know, them, but. Um, it's just more that oh, they're I think, I think maybe they thought it happened maybe an age ago, you know, and it was yeah. like when the, when the world was still magic and stuff yeah. like that. And it was, and yeah. It, and it's, it, just, it's, it's no different to having a religion, is it? I don't think. No. This was like um, a kind of... They speak of gods in the Mabinogion. But the purpose, I think, of like the Mabinogion... I think the purpose of it, different to religion, is it's there for mm. ent- entertainment. I don't think it was there yeah. for like teaching massive lessons or, or it's just, they're just you're fun right stories. yeah it, it wasn't like a moral sort of yeah, uh, yeah, lesson yeah. was it it no. was um it was Is just it like a, a how uh, yeah, yeah yeah it wasn't a moral doctrine it was it was um like you said it's something to talk about around a campfire isn't it and uh, yeah and sort yeah. of entertain the masses. And I'm sorry I've kind of I made this so messy. Now I've derobed. I feel so much clearer in my head. It's wild. Uh, <laughs> the fumes are coming out yeah. of your pores now. I, it's okay. I can, yeah, I'm I fogging can up your brain. But I hope that makes clear what this episode's going to be about. <sighs> anyway. <laughs> so, as they ride, King Arthur spots it in the distance. He goes, right, 
Perez. Uh, well, that's why I shortened Perez into because I got bored of <laughs> Perez <right>. Hilton. <laughs> <Yeah>. Perez. <laughs> I'll go right, you go left, and we'll pinch the little snot weasel. And uh, mm. um, just as they're about to set off, King Arthur drops the old, and don't you get distracted, you hear? The famous last words. <laughs> I had so much fun writing this. <laughs> but, I, can tell, I can tell. Perez had thought, oh, come on, give me some dot, 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 as he stares off watching a butterfly chase a fly or something. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, let me go back to my proper notes. Uh, Perez gets back on track and starts trotting off. And as he gets into the groove, he spots a beautiful crafted palace, like out of nowhere. So, I mean, you're going to get distracted if a fucking palace just appears in the forest. Um, so he's trotting along and then pow, palace. Uh, and he obviously wanders off from his stag mission and slowly approaches this uh, wunderbar of a palace. Um, oh, and as he gets Perez, to the door... Dude, what are you like? <laughs> so Perez. It is so Perez. Um, <laughs> as he gets to the door... I love doing this podcast. I was in such a crump today and I get such a mm. perker when we start chatting. Um, <laughs> anyway, so he gets to the door of this palace and he notices left ajar and he pushes it open and he gives a muttered, Hello? And also... <laughs> I just realised this is such a tangible, uh, like tangential episode. But one time I stayed over Jack's house, and uh, we were going to Dublin at six in the morning or something. So we had a few quiet beers the night before, um, ready to get to bed for like eleven, getting up at two in the morning to get to Bristol for our flight or whatever. Um, And uh, I I was like in their spare room, and the boys like moved round downstairs, and I gave the most wimpy hello. It was, the, it was the sound of a man who'd woken up in a house that wasn't his own yeah. in the middle of the night. And he was, hello? And it was like, as if you were expecting a... And like you go, ah, run back into your bed. Like but yeah, we were like, yeah. The beast waking me up. I was so, hello? hello? Uh, so he does that. It's just little old Frank. Though. I don't quite know where I am. It's that Jude. She's been dead for 50 years. Um, <laughs> Is that so. the ghost of Christmas past? <laughs> 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 so he starts to get the heebie-jeebies and he nearly pulls a Scooby-Doo and uh, Gad zoinks his way out of there uh, but then he remembers he's a knight of the round table and he realises it's his duty to protect the vulnerable so he ventures in so as he does he comes across three sisters yeah baby Sorry. Oh. <laughs> that's got to be an Austin Powers triplets Basil triplets <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, baby, that's such a good film. Uh, anyway, so he's like groovy, baby. Yeah, baby. Um, and then he, he questions, "What's the matter, chicas?" Um, and they just cry harder because I imagine that's not how people want to be spoken to. Um, until finally, the youngest of the three sisters manages. <laughs> sorry to interrupt, but is, yeah. is Pereira a um, is he a, a, a shagger or is he a nerd like from fucking Dick Island or the fuck it was called? <laughs> oh, Fuckboy Island. I reckon. Fuckboy Island. Sorry, I reckon yeah. he's a, an anomaly. I think he's a nerd. He's, or he's like a, a knight, so he's got to be in good nick. But he's an absolute mm. boff because he's called Peredin. Um, oh, you just start from a nude, don't you? Start from the bottom, <laughs> now he's here, sort of thing. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so anyway, one of the youngest of three sisters manages to break from her sobbing and explains, you can't help us, leave before it is too late. Now, Peredin, he explains that his chivalric duty is to be a voice for the voiceless, the defender of the defenceless, the hero we don't deserve, but the hero we need, and other such egotistical nonsense. Until... Go on, Perez. Go on. Yeah, what a lad. Um, but the youngest sibling explains that her father will be home soon and he'll be tamping. In fact, he'll be borderline raging. 
So just as Predator can puff out his chest, he's like, yeah, well, if he's fucking tamping, I'll go fucking schizo nuts on him. The palace door <laughs> smashes open and rages in a beast of a man with long back, greasy hair, and a patch on one eye, <laughs> carrying a sword bigger than Predator himself. And he leant forward and he snarls in Predator's face and he blasts, who the feck is this prick? And the girls all scream, saying, leave him alone, he's off him worth it. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> or maybe they I give just him... brought him home from prison and I'd leave him. <laughs> yeah. He's salt of the earth, he is. He's kind, gentle. He's salt of the earth. That's such a great fucking <laughs> description for anybody. And I think the father... Um, could tell old dimwit Pered it wasn't much of a threat or wasn't a bad guy so he granted his daughters their wish and he didn't immediately squish him he actually invited him to sit down and have a drink for a while so he's pretty much a good lad um, and as they Top did they got on better and better like we all do so they shared war stories and became like two old drunks at the bar until Peredo then asked how the warrior came to lose his eye. So he had a big eye patch on. I think I mentioned that a second ago. I hope I did. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't think I'm, you did, but it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it still it works. <laughs> yeah. Well, by the way, guys, he has an eye patch and uh... <laughs> <laughs> quite the quite the craftsman of stories, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Narrator. I did say it, but we were bantering over it as I finished it. Oh, uh, maybe I don't know. Mate. I mean, yeah. I'm, I've had a few fucking Burton on Trents now, so. <laughs> Anyway, um, so he he says, says, how did you lose that eye of yours, mister? And uh, the room fell silent. The father looked up and with his one good eye looked directly into Paredes. And he said, it is my habit to kill those who ask that question. And then Mm. uh, Paredes wimply says back, and is it a habit you'll be breaking tonight? See, these were such good friends now. And he says, I've enjoyed your company and I shall do for a while longer until the morrow where I'll have your head. So the two just go back merrily to drinking, swapping tails, and acting like a duel wasn't imminent. That's so a, now, that's actually something I can relate to. Just don't ruin the night, mate. Yeah, like, come you know, on. Do we got to do tomorrow? But like, come on, we've been having a blinder. Let's just, just keep this going. <laughs> yeah, this is a hell of a night. So come on. Uh, <laughs> anyway, the motto like always arrives, which is always depressing. And now old Perez has a wretched hangover, something worse than any trial or tribulation that he's ever overcome before. Um, and it sounds like someone's throwing metal plates around his head until he realises it's a very real sound of armour and the father bled, the father bellowing below, Arise, knight, and suffer death! Which is a line I took from the book, because I like that line. Um, and with a quick yawn, a stretch and a guff, Pereded hops out of bed, grabs his arm and shuffles down to the battle. Uh, and now this father, who is a giant of a man, and without warning, starts charging at Pereded, swinging his giant cleaver madly, and Pereded starts dodging as he does, and the father's swing chops through whole tables and chairs and smashes into pillars, and the whole palace is shaking with these swings coming down. But eventually the father starts to slow, and now Pereded, who has reminded you, is trained with these nine witches in fighting, gets out a far smaller knife, and he starts darting round the father, slicing tiny slices one at a time, uh, and soon those slices reach the hundreds, and the father falls pleading for his life and Pereda stops and he says I will if you tell me how you lost your eye and the father obliges quickly explaining I lost my eye fighting the serpent of the cairn and Pereda urges him to go on or face another nick and then the old man says uh, there is a mound called the mound of mourning and there lives a serpent who has a stone in the end of his tail and whoever can hold that stone shall have all the gold as they desire but no one not even I has ever defeated the serpent and then Pereded cockily says, well, seeing as I defeated you, then there's hope for me yet. 
Um, so he goes out, he gets out the old Google Maps and he types in the old mountain morning and off he trots straight even further from his stag hunt. Uh, but he that's thought this is a... on the. Uh, I love the the death by a thousand cuts approach. That's a that's a good little uh, good little story there about how he yeah. beat him. And uh, I'll just add slicing the boy up. That was a uh, my ad. I just made that up, but I thought it was a good tale to have because oh, my, <laughs> my book just said my book just said he beat him. So I'll leave that. But 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 cheers, thank you. I've had fun writing this. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and off he trot again, straight even further from his stag hunt. But this is the worthy quest. You got serpents, you got stones, you got never ending gold. You got yourself a tail from the Mabinagium, baby. And uh, off you And the tails for whales, baby. You got a yourself tails a tail for whales. whales. <laughs> now off he trots, ready to find his serpent. When he's ten minutes in he notices an effing cattle. Now if you think palaces were a distraction, cattles were in Sushang Hala. They were Wait, his mecca. Sorry to to quiz the story, but it's fucking Arthur still going after this stag somewhere and going like what the Fuck is Pereira? Where's Perez gone? Arthur right, sat like there. <laughs> Arthur sat there thinking. Um, listen, lad, I know, I know. Everyone else thinks Pereira is a joke, but I believe in the lad. He'll be here any minute. Now. <laughs> yeah. Don't you worry. Look, I'll take him on this this stag hunt now, and it's going to be fucking. It'll prove everything that I'm saying. And he's yeah. going, where the fuck is he? We're trying to pincer <laughs> move with a stag like three times. And but it's not, hard to pincer move a stag if there's only one pincer. So he's just going around in fucking circles. <laughs> Um, <laughs> exactly. He's going next time. I've been going at this for a day. Yeah. So anyway, a day later, uh, and now a day and ten minutes later, he realizes this fucking castle. And like I said, he loves castles. So he slinks off down to the entrance of the castle, and he comes to the castle gates, and he enters a courtyard. And in there, he notices a couple of chicas, baby, hanging out by a pool of water. Um, and as he approaches, he notices some of the horses are coming back in with the Got such good luck, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, where he goes, chickens follow. Actually, where he where chickens go, he follows. Um, <laughs> can sniff them out. It's weird, yeah. So he, in there, he notices there are a couple of chickens, like we covered. Uh, they're hanging out in a pool of water, and as he approaches this pool of water, he notices that there's some their horses are coming back in from the gates the way he just came, but they're carrying corpses with men laying over the saddles. And then one at a time, one of the ladies will leave the pool and drag a specific corpse off the back of the horse and drag that in, that poor cretin into the water. But as she does that, Vigor uh, re-enters the corpse and it comes up full of life and gasping for air. Um, and this happens with each of the corpses, with one woman per corpse. So Perez did truly agog at this, questions the women saying, how is this? Why are these men dead? And how are you healing them so? And uh, one of the women explains that these men are their true loves, and each day they are clad up in their armour and they head off to fight this monster that resides near a cave by a lake. And when they're inevitably, inevitably killed, they can, can only be reanimated by the woman that loves them. Uh, so now this sounds like a belting adventure for Peredid, a delightfully ADHD-riddled knight of neurodiversity. And he thought, right then, ladies, <laughs> fear not. Uh, I'll have this beast head by breakfast time. Uh, by breakfast time, we oh, learned. I was going to say omni accented as well. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the women warn him listen, no one loves you, mate. You're not getting brought back by any of us. Just don't do it. You're a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> You're an absolute virgin. Stop and it. And old Perez goes, oh, I don't need no love. And uh, off he f's to the cave. Uh, off he f's. <laughs> that's a funny way of saying it. I meant to say. An, I was going to uh, say, that's another quote from the old mob, is it? <laughs> yeah. Off he f's. And off he f's to the cave. Uh, and now as he <laughs> approaches the. He's often approaching things. 
<laughs> oh my the way I write everything does he approach this but anyway like, he does a lot mate, of approaching get a, get a fucking thesaurus mate yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as he meanderingly uh, ventured towards <laughs> the cave uh, he notices a 10 out of 10 100% certified babe um, and he does seem to notice a lot of babes all paraded everywhere he goes in every story it's like oh and there's another babe um, <laughs> he's all written by fucking Perez and then I <laughs> yeah. came across another babe there was like like three babes and there was like another two and they were all like fucking oh you're a baby you're and they're like, two they were like Perez you're actually you're probably the sexiest night I've ever seen way better than uh, all of the guys who laughed at you at the start of the book um <laughs> Arthur, who's that? Oh shit! I'm, I'm late for a fucking stag. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, this babe flags him down, and she says, "I know why you're here. I get it. You're a hero. You're brave. You're up for a scrap. Cool. But listen, this thing will kill you. It's cunning. It's vicious, and it's, do- it's been doing this since you were a nipper. It will hide in the shadows, and when you're close enough, it will slip behind a stone pillar where you won't notice it, and then it will fling a poisonous stone spear where it has a hundred percent accuracy bonus, and it just never misses. But fear not," said our babe. Um, she said, "I can offer you something that'll make you victorious, but in return, you must promise to love me more than any woman has ever been loved before. And if you could do that, I'll swap you this stone, which means the monster won't be able to see you, but you'll be able to see it." And now this was an easy decision for Perez because he was truly, madly, deeply in love, and he was like, "Yeah, baby, yeah." <laughs> so, <laughs> was he? Was he like so fucking? He had such a lob on from all the fucking babes he'd seen so far. He was <laughs> like, "This is <laughs> an easy sell for me." And also, I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever showed any interest in him. So he, was, he fell at the first yeah. hurdle. <laughs> he, like, yeah, comes, I love you. that's the tragedy of Perez. He's come across <laughs> babes, and the babes don't notice him. Um, also. <laughs> I imagine because he, he's in a night suit, you just hear a ding on the metal when he gets a when he gets a bonus. Swing, <laughs> yeah. um, or he just goes, "Pretty likey," and then she goes, oh, right. "Oh no, <laughs> I made a grave mistake," and she 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 made a, a fool's errand here. Um, but no, he agrees, and she gives him this stone, and he asks, "Where should I meet you after all this is done?" And she says, head east and you'll find me, which sounds a bit vague. And then she just disappears, which I think... <laughs> yeah, babe. Yeah, what's, what's your number? Yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, There's only ten numbers on this. Well, well, she yeah. then... She says, head east, you'll find me. Um, and then she literally disappears, which I think might be the very first instance of someone actually being literally ghosted. So that's him. <sighs> The Celtic ghost in the classic. <laughs> the original Peredin was the OG for being ghosted. Uh, but Did, was he the OG incel? Did he go to a fucking? <laughs> yeah. He fucking carved something into a stone after that. Yeah. Fucking females, like fucking. Uh, I tip my cap to her. Said, "All right, my lady." <laughs> well, he at this point believes that love's still on the card. She just he just accepts that she disappeared. Um, uh, I've got a girlfriend actually. She just disappeared. She's in another school to you. Uh, she's actually she's actually to the east. So fuck <laughs> off. So. <laughs> yeah, have you been east? No, don't think so. <laughs> yeah, so don't know do you. Um, so he heads into the cave and he spots some lads outside having a barney about who should go in first and try their luck. But Pereda swaggers over all bolshy and explains it's okay. The big dog's in town, and he unsheathes his swords and he clasps his newfound stone, and he struts into the cave. Um, and true to her word, the beast didn't spot Peredid. He couldn't see him, sniff him, or sense him. But Peredid could see the beast, and he saunters up, and with one foul swoop, sliced off the head. And he grabs it, and he strolls back through the cave, and he winks at the lads and chucks the head at their feet. And they go, what's this? Yeah? No. 
They chuck the head at their feet. What's this? Yeah, it's the beast heads. And yeah, it was mega piss easy, you fucking virgins. And then, I thought you were going to say, you was going to what's this? Well, I'm a fucking alpha, mate. This <laughs> was the fucking beast heads. <laughs> well, you kind of did it alpha them. Uh, they were so happy with him. They were like, oh, what do you give you money? We'll give you um, uh, trophies. And he refused. <laughs> it's like a cock. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like it. a cock. <laughs> um, he refused any gold or treasures. And he said, just give me glory. Tell your loved ones. It was I, Peredid, who slayed this beast. So job oh, done. Man. And I was like, right. I'm going to find this man in the morning to make this serpent and then get back to the Megastag with old Arthur. Megastag, Megastag. <laughs> Megastag. Um, so off he gallops because he knows he's got a bit of uh, catching up to do. And he rides for two days and two nights. So now it's a minimum. It. How long's it been? It's been like a month. <laughs> it's a minimum of three days because he's been. He rode. He he had a night with the the father. He's done yeah. this. He's had. You know, he's ridden for two days and two nights. So that's about five days. And he finally reaches the mound. Um, but to his surprise, he finds a host of tents and garrison troops there, all with different banners representing different armies and clans. Um, so he rode in and he tried to find the local boffin and to ask what was going on because he's like, "What the fuck is this?" Uh, he was expecting to find like just this, this smog figure to fight on himself, and mm. uh, he finds an entire army. And the little boffin explains to him saying that they're all here to guard the serpent, uh, and when it dies, they'll fight to the death, and then whoever's left standing will be able to yunk the stone. And remember, this stone here uh, provides its owner with all the gold they desire. Um, so, and I think at this stage. Cheap. Yeah, an infinite money cheat. The uh, Rosebud on The Sims, um, and <laughs> that is a fucking great reference. <laughs> yeah. I'm also trying to think of the one on um, uh, Age of Empires. There was two. another one, Clapatus, 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 was another one, wasn't it? On Sims, uh, Marco Polo was one on uh, Age of Empires for you to get the car. Or Marco is to see the no Marco Polo is to make the fog of war disappear on the map. We are really being niche now. We're talking about computer games from oh, the yeah, early nineties. I can't, I know what you mean of um, ah, the, there was one on Age of Empires, wouldn't you? Because in old games you could like get up a text box, and yeah. type in cheats, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's class, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> and that that was so such simple times. Yeah, uh, was it fucking like? Oh, there was ones for like I remember the one for stone was quarry, wouldn't it? You put in quarry yeah. and you get stone. Yeah. Um, um. Um, uh, oh, fuck, we're getting know. distracted. Was it like here. coins or something. I don't no, know. it wasn't. Okay, there, there, was, there was a, there was, there was that one. Um, how, or the one I will say is, how do I turn this on? And you'd get given that master with the machine gun on it, and he'd go like, that shoot was great. At master yeah. MX Seven, they'll go around and have <laughs> machine gun out his fucking headlights, yeah, like Genghis Khan and stuff. <laughs> Who um, thought to fucking put that in? I mean, fair play, <laughs> but still. I hope people know what we're on about. It was a computer game where you'd like build an army and you'd fight other armies, but then if you and it was all set in Age like Empires. Who come on? Yeah, I mean, most, I, I hope no one's yeah. listened to this pod if they've not played no, Age of Empires no. Two. Surely the, the overlap is gotta be huge. Yeah, or at least know what it is. But if you don't, well you're lucky. Yeah. Uh, we'll 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 do a watch along episode and you can watch us play it. Um <laughs> now at this stage Predator got a bit fed up of fucking stones and he thought, God, these are MacGuffins are very similar in all my adventures, aren't they? Everything's stone related. <laughs> yeah. Um but to avoid another needless bloodshed and to impress old Arthur and the gang, he thinks all right, he says to the to the whole army, he went, Listen guys, I'll pop in, I'll sort it out, I'll batter that snake and I'll share all the gold with you so you don't have to scrap over it. And um, and they agreed. So he heads to the cave to fight this beast. Now, it's been some time since anyone offered to fight the beast. Um, the serpent 
slinked down the mountain and he approached Alpereddin and he mocked him saying only one man has ever managed to leave here alive and he was far bigger than you and even he left with only one eye what chance do you have and then Peredid, who's had quite enough of feeling judged and unworthy, he uh, first the knights of the round table give him this snobbish lack of respect um, for not being a proper posho, and then that father judged him for being a little weakling and he offered him up to a fight and all that stuff. And now this slimy little fuck, and he's he's had enough. He's just tamping. So he raged. Oh, come on, he, I feel it. I feel for Perez. Go on. Yeah. I, he unsheathed his sword yet again, and he went schizo. He used every ounce of the skill of the nine witches that taught him, and after an epic battle that lasted days um he'd after an epic battle that lasted days he'd vanquished the serpent he cut it open and he skinned it alive um and then after that he got the stone and he came down and he shared his goal and he immortalized his legacy and then he skipped back on his horse and realized he should probably fuck off back to his hunt with his old pal arthur (laughs) (laughs) arthur fucking twiddling his thumbs (laughs) in the fucking days yeah uh that my friend is the little old tale of mine and your friend, Perez Peredid Hilton. <laughs> I love it, mate. That's great. Yeah. I love it about mythology. And you what, like I said earlier, this is what I love about mythology, is you can just do your own little like slant on it and do your own little bit of, bit of spice to it because that's what it always used to be anyway. Yeah. That's like any anyone who says like, oh, you know, no, that's not quite right and blah, blah. Yeah. It's like, Fuck it really you. depends what you know, uh, like... You read mythology book. Or I've read several mythology books, right? And they they often contradict each other, not yeah. hugely, but like in in certain details. And it doesn't. And the whole point is, it doesn't matter. Isn't you're not meant there isn't a definitive version because unless you were there to fucking hear it. Yeah. And even if and you were, the one are, two is, generations before was told differently anyway. This is my version of that story as well. Um, exactly. You've actually told us. Like, I think you told us the um, the the middle story there, didn't you? You yeah, so the the that one sounds awfully similar to the story of the Avank. Which in the um, other one they, he throws the spear through the hole of the rock, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. That's that, that's uh, oh, no, that's, and, yeah, um, sorry, yeah. Oh, so I can't think of the other yeah. one now, uh, what he's called now. But um no, the one we are on about in that, there's no three women. Oh. But the three the three um uh lovers in your story three brothers and their oh. father ex- resurrects them every time oh. well um, mine's a lot sexier sort of than caught that in a loop. Yeah. yeah it's way sexier yeah. I wish I'd have gone your no <laughs> yeah. babes in mine yeah. I actually took sausage fest <laughs> the, in the I, when the version I read did have that's where the love story came from but whether they were women and only your lover could bring you back but I suppose in some places your father could be your lover and I'm sorry if that's no. the case. <laughs> very, uh, that, very that, they didn't explicitly state that in the no. version I read, but maybe it was in the subtext that Dad was just loved <laughs> bad, him all so much. Yeah. <laughs> He's a terrible person, kept yeah. bringing him back to life. Yeah, but um, yeah, in that one, it was um, is the is the one in your story there? Is it described in that book as um, the uh, the stone is called like something like a snake's eye or something like that, or well, like a, it's. Oh, I can't uh, it's called, an though. adder. It's something like an adder. You said, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Adder's stone or adder yeah. something. And, and it's um, stones that have holes. Heat, in apparently, them. you know, in 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 magic. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. A stone that's got a hole in the middle, yeah. and it's like a naturally occurring thing, but it's kind of rare. But apparently, yeah. back in the, those days, you've found when they they thought they were like magical and they had like healing yeah. properties and had all these sort of different magical 
um, bits yeah. to them. Well, I remember because the, he didn't mention that in mine, but I remember that from your one. So these are just yeah uh, add-ons to. Well, we also I think I'm really enjoying Welsh mythology at the moment, so I think we'll probably do a few more of, of the silliness around them because you can have a bit more of a laugh with them. Yeah, because like you said, you can sort of mix it up a little bit. Can't yeah, you? it's good. Yeah. So do you want to cover? Do you want to do one on your one of yours next to do a a retelling of a, a Mabinogion tale? Yeah, I'll find a couple more. I got um, like I said, I got I got a bloody book full, mate. So yeah. I can uh, I can find so, a couple of good ones. I'll have a look for the more exciting ones because some of them, um, again, like you know, they're meant to be entertaining. Yeah. I have read one or two that are a little bit like. Dull, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just you sort of go, all right, okay. There's not much yeah. one now. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why this one it, it picks eleven stories to tell you. So I'll, it's called again the the eleven epic stories from the Mabinogion, and then it's called the Mab. And I think they've just made they linked them together and just thought, oh, these are the fun ones. Let's just have fun with them. Um, and it looks oh, yeah, really. That, that sounds like they probably got a few of the best in there. Sort yeah. Of yeah, so in this one, yeah, they covered that one with the clay when he throws the spear and they have to be still on a goat and a boat and all that shit. Uh, is it something Granu, is it, is his name? Oh, the guy yeah. who uh, hides yeah. behind the... Um, yeah, Granu. Uh, the, the bit of slate in there yeah. and he gets nailed. Because yeah. I'm sure the thing is called like Menith Granu or something like that. You can go see oh, it today really and it's like yeah. a, a big block of slate or something with a, with a yeah. hole in it, isn't it? Classic Welsh. Um, Clashing bloody Welsh. We've done the thing at the start, and we uh, just to say to people, continue dropping us a like and all that stuff. We're having some fun messages, so yeah, if you want us to promote anything as well, do get in touch. We're always happy to give a shout out to any businesses. Oh, yeah, we're, we're fucking sluts to the industry. Just fucking give us something <laughs> to talk about. Yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, like you know, in, unless you're really big like Bad TV, then give us some rum, you bastards. But if you're oh, yeah, just then a, you got to give us something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I'm talking yeah. about like your mom and pastors. Like, yeah. Yeah. If, if, if you've got oh, your um, nine tide, any sort like... of alcohol, nine tide, sorry. Um, yeah, if you're giving, if you're producing alcohol on like an industrial scale, then don't think for a second we're going to back you unless <laughs> we're getting something for it. Yeah, we only want industrial scale booze. Um, the only anyway. reason we've set up this whole fucking thing is to get free beer, right? And we're, <laughs> yeah. and we're struggling now. I've had one single tin. Yeah, for free, you know. so I can <laughs> ply my pockets. <laughs> well, Dilch and Vanam Grander, thank you for listening, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you soon. You cut me off, is that what you do? <laughs> cut him off, he's, he's gone mad. He's gone mad. <laughs> Just gonna drink into the background now. Right, bye, everyone. Sound like, what the hell does that mean? <laughs> goodbye, anyway. goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, Tamati, <laughs> <Tamar, laughs> <Tamar, laughs> <Tamar, laughs> <Tamar, laughs> bye bye. <laughs>